The three most important letters in sports. Even better than those. TVV. 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 It's Fox 6 Sports Director Tim Van Voren on Homer and Tony. Tim Van Voren is brought to you by Mars Cheese Castle, a Wisconsin landmark that you need to experience off I-94 in Kenosha. Meets Cheese's Bakery, Bar, and Restaurant all under one roof. Learn more at MarsCheese.com. Yeah, Tim Van Voren, Fox 6 Sports. Three-time Wisconsin sportscaster, your Hall of Fame wingman. But before we get to TVV, Pebble, Hall of Famer, do you think he's listened to the two-and-a-half-hour podcast of Aaron Ayahuasca Rogers? No. Blue Rogers. I say no as well. You say no. The Blue Rogers that I talk of, not to be confused with Aaron Rodgers. highlights only. Hi, TVV. I'm saying I agree with the both of you. Highlights only. He's a busy man. Tim Van Voren, Fox 6 Sports, good afternoon. And limited highlights at that. Good afternoon. <laughs> yeah, limited so highlights. So the answer is you have not listened to much. Yes, that's correct. And why would that be? Um, no concerted effort necessarily, just no concerted effort to do more than that. That's, that's his business. That's all right. That's all, it's all out there. Might be a legal business, isn't it? An illegal substance, TVV? Come on. Uh, I'm just a, I'm just a, an observer, Tony. Just an observer, just, just an a observer. listener, just a consumer. You're a keen observer, though. Don't shortchange yourself. <laughs> Thus, you believe that it has no impact on his play as quarterback of the Green Bay Packers, because if it did, then you'd have to spend more time following it. Correct or not? I guess that's that. That's while I hadn't put that much thought into it. I guess that's largely true. My view of it, at least. Have you followed any other things in the past about his life outside of football? Not much. You know, you you guys know that. I mean, you know, when the conversation gets into uh, personal relationships, it doesn't go very far. When the conversation gets into, uh, you know, uh, health views, it usually doesn't go too far. Uh, you know, that, that's all. I'm comfortable with that, I guess. Um, do you think he's crazy or crazier <laughs> or odd or nuts more than you did before this podcast surfaced? <laughs> uh, I, I would only be taken out of context. So I know it's going to be kind of a, a, a dash answer, but I couldn't say. I haven't heard enough of the podcast. You know, high, highlights are, you know, highlights uh, they can be purely representative of, of any two-hour program or game or whatever. But not necessarily. You know, I, I don't like to just on a sports game. If you only see the highlights, I don't think that necessarily tells me the story of the game the way I would view it. So I would say the same thing about a two-hour podcast that I really haven't considered. Would it be fair to say if anybody said, you know, TVV's just avoiding it pretty much. He's just moved on. Or would that be inaccurate? <sighs> it, it's not wholly inaccurate. All right, let's get to training camp. And let's get to Romeo Dobbs. Yes. Dobbs. And Rogers said the guys do wow plays every day. Uh, Right. Take us from the beginning, uh, your thoughts on Romeo, and then where it is now. Uh, Made a favorable impression right from the beginning of rookie orientation camp. Now, particularly as you look at it through the prism of where he is today, 
because he was largely unflappable. Because he was always like, well, you know, no big deal. Okay, I've been drafted. This is what I'm going to do. Here's my next step as a football player. And he's had that same approach here through training camp. It'll be interesting to see if that continues through the preseason. If it does, I would think the Packers would feel very good about that selection and find a way to, uh, you know, amp up their opportunities for Romeo, who is listed as being pronounced Dobbs. So I'm going with Dobbs. I know he's told us actually both things, but the Packers officially list him as Dobbs. So I'm going Dobbs. Um, and so I think that's that would be my, uh, my that would be my description for him so far more than anything else. Just unflappable. Not that you're comparing his ability in terms of what he will do in the future, but can you compare his training camp performance to anyone else in the past since you have been following training camp, I believe for 20, how many years? Yeah, a lot of years. A lot of years. Yeah, 25 plus, I don't know. Yeah, a lot of years. Um uh, you got to see him. You got to see another. You got to see a game or two All right. for me to really have an impression. I remember some guys who were good early on, and then they kind of went away during the games. I remember guys who, you know, uh, flashed for for a week, and you thought this guy's for sure, and he doesn't even make the team. So I wouldn't compare him to anyone in particular. I would say he appears he appears to have staying power, though. I wouldn't think that this is a uh, you know. The, flavor of the day and the short shelf life kind of thing with him. He, he looks like he's in it for a while. And if he is, that changes their whole rookie classification because they're still saying all the positive things about Christian Watson. But, you know, Christian Watson is, is in quicksand right now until he's able to get back out there. Uh, they always talk about the different positions that receivers play and this and that. Is there... What, is there a position that you think he's going to play? And I know they give us this garbage that they teach him how to play all the positions. But right. with a young player, there's a position that he's likely to have the best chance and will use that primarily. Because there's no yeah, way. And I would, and I would think of the receiver. They they try. They yes, they train him up. But I would think they're going to say, well, he's taken the one, and we don't want him bouncing around all over the place. So I would think he will play. Uh, you know, I don't think he's a slot. And I don't think he's the uh, axe or whatever you want to call what Devontae Adams was. I'm not sure their offense is going to be exactly as it was in the past. But, uh, you know, I think Cobb, for instance, is a slot receiver right. and, and would be way better staying in the slot, mm-hmm. even if he knows the other positions. So I think Dobbs it would, could be on the field with Lazard and Cobb and, regularly. So you mentioned the offense is not going to be the same as with Devontae, which I – I kind of feel like you know, there's there's always a um, there's always a, a target receiver on on each play, uh, main receiver, and then he goes through his progressions. Do you think that that target guy is going to be moving around a lot? It won't be, you know, he's not going to look for Alan Lazard on you know four out of five plays passing. He's going to be kind of moving it around. I think that's a great question, Tony. I, you know, I think Aaron Rodgers has always had someone he could justify being the target. Yep. Either A, because it worked, or B, because he had enough of a sample size to say, well, why wouldn't I throw it to him? That guy has proven it before. Now, has Lazard proven it? I, I mean, not at the level previous guys have that have been the man. Randall Cobb, at this stage of his career, is not the man. Romeo Dobbs, as impressive, wow, as he may be, he certainly couldn't be considered the man. 
you don't really know who your tight end is. He's not the man. So is it Aaron Jones? Is it A.J. Dillon? I don't know, but it'll be interesting to see how Aaron Rodgers approaches that dynamic because, again, there's always been justification. Even if you say, oh, why is he locked on to Devontae Adams? Well, look, Lazard was wide open. But he can easily say Devontae Adams is, is always the bailout. He's always the default position. And it'd be hard to argue that. Now they don't have someone who would be into that category as the default guy. So it's how much will it get moved around, or will someone become that guy, either because he's that good or because Rodgers gets in the ball that often? You have a guess right now? I, you know, I, I would think if Robert Tunyon was healthy, Tunyon could be that guy. I would think he has a skill set and enough chemistry, but he's not a lock to be there at the start of the season. So is it Aaron Jones? Is it A.J. Dillon? Is it Alan Lazard? Am I am I among those who are underestimating Alan Lazard? Because I would say he's he, you know, obviously is in line to be very successful for Green Bay. I'm of the opinion, you know, kind of still has to show that he's that guy. He believes that he's that guy, and there's nothing wrong with self confidence at all. And maybe I'm the next guy who's underestimating Alan Lazard. Maybe it's slam dunk, and maybe Rodgers and the coaches are saying, just watch. It's going to be number thirteen, you know earning himself a huge payday after this season because he is going to be the man. I'm, I'm not feeling comfortable with that, given your thoughts. Because um, you're, 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 you're not buying it. Well, I think it's Matt Schneider, and a lot of people suggested it. Matt Schneider, the athletic, wrote it this week. You know, what is, and maybe it's Bill Huber, what is actually better? A standout guy or a group of guys in your passing attack. We're about to see. We've seen what a standout guy is like in Green Bay for many years, Devontae Adams and even before that. So now I would safely say going into the season, you don't have the standout guy. You have multiple guys. Maybe someone emerges. But I would say you have multiple guys, and we're about to find out really what is better. Or what's, I, I, what's I got to, everybody wants a standout guy because you still have sure. other people on the team, and sometimes you're the guy next to the standout guy can be pretty good. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I got, really? I got a question for TV when we get back. All right. That's next. The question from the Hall of Famer for Tim Van Voren, Fox 6 Sports. Is it going to be about professional wrestling? It certainly is not. Next. TVV coming up. Do want to mention that 94.5 ESPN packing its bags and heading downtown. ESPN Milwaukee moving to the avenue in the heart of downtown Milwaukee. Follow our progress as we embark on a journey to our new home. Getting closer to that date. The avenue is vibrant, exciting. Plus, you'll be able to come by and see us, admire us, be amazed by us, laugh at us. ESPN Milwaukee's Move to the Avenue is sponsored by Coakley Brothers and Brothers Interiors, the official moving and furniture provider of GKB Milwaukee. You're listening to Homer and Tony on 94.5 ESPN and WisconsinOnDemand.com. Tim Van Voren, Fox 6 Sports, discussing the Green Bay Packers, discussing Romeo Dubs, as we call him, or Dobbs as... You can call him. Dobbs. They've said, though. Dobbs. He, accept, he accepts both. Yeah, and discussing 
the Packer offense of what it's going to look like. Yes, I have a and question, you had a question related for to TVV, that. TVV, Tim Van Born, because, Fox 6 Sports. Yes. Yeah, I, I'm thinking of what you're talking about. Like Homer says, everybody wants to have a guy. I mean, I, I agree. You want to have a guy because that guy's good and reliable. Yeah. But I'm wondering, like, how defenses are going to, to look at the Packers and decide to play them? Are they going to be stacking the box and daring these other guys to to prove themselves to get open? So we're going to have to see early in the Ooh, season. Great question. Um, That'll tell us. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know what, what you think. If you were playing the Packers, TVV, what would you do? Uh, I think that's exactly what I would do. Until somebody shows you that they can get open, I would dare them to do it. I, I would say, looking at the Packers offensively, if I'm a defensive coordinator, I would say the known commodities are Aaron Jones and, to a lesser extent, A.J. Dillon. I would take them out of the game as best I could. And, I mean, Aaron Rodgers is the most known commodity, but he's not going to run himself. So I would say, you know, we're watching through camp, and we're going to probably see in the preseason these good Packer defensive players. They're right on those receivers. Well, that is that are they are other teams going to be right on them too because that's who they are as receivers. I would say somebody has to prove that they can get open. I would I would almost I would single them up. I would stack the box and I would say take your chances. And that's even against a quarterback like Aaron Rodgers. And it may come within two three weeks. May become very apparent that the Packers are just fine. Because they have Aaron Rodgers calling the shots and, and a good offensive coaching staff to scheme it up. It's also possible, you know, we've seen the Packers, they get into a, into a possession, they fail on first down, maybe they get six yards on second down, they get uh, three yards on third down, they're going to go for it on fourth. You, me, and everybody in the stadium knew it was going to Devontae Adams in the past. That has usually worked because it was not defensible. Who would that be now? Does Aaron Rodgers have that degree of confidence in anyone else? And do opposing defenses think they need to defend the same way? Questions to be answered. Well, all I know is the one thing I'm not worried about is anybody going deep. So I can have 14 guys up close, right? They don't seem to have a field stretcher. I mean, right who now. is who's their field stretcher? Yeah. We talked about yeah. various things. Who's the fastest? There receiver? is there is no field stretcher. They have none. Zero. Well, they have a fastest guy though. Oh. Uh... Uh, probably Watson, if he was healthy. Yes. Probably Christian Watson. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, is Sammy Watkins fast anymore? No. No. I, I don't was. really think so. Yeah, I don't. I mean, they have Tom's basically they have, they have no one. So they're going to have to scheme some deep plays up. They're not going to be just outrunning people. Double, right. Double moves, things like that. Yeah, but it's the, the one thing as a defense – I'm not going to be worried about, it, and that is the Packers going deep. Until and unless or until they do it to you. Yeah, but and, you know you always have to give something. I mean, the, the NFL level. I mean, Packers have made it look easy. They won a lot of games last, you know, multitude of years. That's great. Offensively, they've always made it look very good. You have to give some. You have to give something. It's a matter of can you get that? Can you get that matchup? It's kind of cliche talk, but can you get that matchup into your favor? Because those defenses are going to give you something. Are you just good enough to take advantage of it, or are you not good enough? We've seen plenty of teams with, just say, pedestrian wide receivers. It doesn't matter what else is happening because ultimately you can't pass the ball for more than five yards. And it's too hard to try to get down the field five yards at the time. Not to mention how much time does Rodgers have to do it, given how much time it's going to take those receivers to get deep, given that they have no 
deep receiver. Not to mention, is he going to get time with that offensive line? Yeah. Oh, no. Handle that, Sounds like TV. a disaster. Boy, we sound very concerned, don't we? They don't have any speed burners. They can't protect Rodgers. I'm not, I'm not concerned. That's the whole <laughs> thing. I'm not concerned because the- you know why I'm not concerned? No, I don't I know got why. 12. I got 12. So? And, and no, and I thing. got Lafleur. I give Lafleur a lot of credit yep. uh, in terms of his ability to, to come up with a plan and Rodgers to execute it. I, I can't tell you thing. exactly what they're going to do. You want to join my club, TVV? Yes well, or no? Well, that's the thing. That's why I kind of bring it up. We saw those that said, the woe is this and woe is that. And yet, when you watch Packer football, by and large, they find a way to be successful. And my guess is, by and large, they're going to this year. I haven't altered any of uh, the predictions about, oh, they're going to win the division. Oh, they're going to, they're going to be in the playoffs. They're going to have a, you know, a shot at the end. Look at their schedule. It's all outdoors late in the year. I don't know if that's good or bad. Maybe it's better this year than it's been in the past. I don't really know. But my guess is the Packers are still going to be largely successful, assuming Aaron Rodgers is is ambulatory, going to be largely successful. And all these concerns that we're raising in the the first week of August are going to go out the window and be covered up by either Scheme or LaFleur or Rodgers or somebody emerging, Dobbs, somebody emerging to say, oh, we didn't need to worry about that. They probably have nine to nine to ten easy games a year, though. Six six pretty, pretty relatively easy games in their division, mm-hmm. and then they always got two or three. Well, they're other, not going to have six. Cause they got to lose in the first one. Well, they got other, like they usually have three other cupcakes on the schedule. I mean, they'll they'll play teams like I, I don't have their schedule in front of me this year, but they got to have a few cupcakes on the schedule. This year, well, I would say they're going to lose two division games this year. To who? They're going to lose the first one to Minnesota, and then they'll lose another one. They're going to lose two division to games. Chicago. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. So. I got Detroit. I got, I got five other doubtful. games to pick from, and they're going to lose two two division games. I don't believe that. Right, TVV. Do you agree with that? They're going to lose two in the division. Yep. They have uh, just just made a living in their division, going all the way back to Mike Holmgren, and. You know they're they're going to be four and two at worst, and probably five and one, mm-hmm. maybe four and two. I can, I can see four and two, but you still get the Giants, you still get the Jets, you still get some of those other games see, that Tony's talking about, yeah. where yeah. you should get to to you know eight nine wins almost by accident, and then anything on top of that out of a seventeen game schedule gets you whatever your playoff seating is. Giants, Jets, Washington. Three. Judge, that's, that's London and traveling back from London. So I mean, it's a bit of an asterisk in terms of the actual schedule and the body. But the teams themselves are great. All right, let's talk about the rest of the football team. Uh, offensive line, tight ends, defense. Where do you want to begin? Ordinarily, it's, oh, I see some of these guys in the preseason. Yeah, we're not going to test anybody in the preseason. We know that. So it, it's, uh, it's, it's a matter of what they're seeing out on the practice field, I guess offensive line, because there are so many possibilities. We could talk about that. There are so many possibilities in their combinations. I want to know who you like. I want the TVV scouting bureau. That's You can go in any way you want. The offensive line, defense, take it away, TVV. I, I like Zach Tom. They've tried him everywhere, so he's getting a lot of attention because of his versatility. But I actually like him. I'm not sure what spot I'd like him at. I, he looks um, you know, ready to go. He's uh, an intelligent guy. He handles himself well. He does not seem intimidated. He's got a little personality, a little salt to him. 
so I, I like Zach Tom. I think that's one uh, you could say there's a guy who's going to play a little bit. I don't really know about Cole Van Landen, to be honest with you. Some some people are pretty high on Cole Van Landen. I thought, you know, last year he had a very quiet rookie year, but the Packers have developed a lot of guys like that who all of a sudden are serviceable players. So those would be two names that are not at the top of the depth chart, but two names that, you know, will be interesting guys to watch over the next three weeks. I believe that the David Bakhtiari will be fine, and it's based on the, the ability and willingness of the Packers to actually tell the truth. What is your thought on uh, David Bakhtiari? Uh, you know, I don't know what fine means. I would expect David Bakhtiari to be the left half, starting left tackle for the majority of the season. I don't really know what fine means. Uh, fine means I have a bet with T, with uh, the Hall of Famer about David Bakhtiari, and he needs to play in 13 games, and I'm very confident that he will play in his normal way in 13 games unless some weird injury occurs midway through the season. In his normal way, to me, is the is the key to that sentence. And, uh, you know, there's no reason why... As a starter, I'm not Bakhtiari, saying... Yeah. I asked David Bakhtiari directly, and he said the team should have that expectation. I said, you know, what, all these questions about, uh, all these questions about what is your expectation. You know, what about the team's expectation of you playing at a certain level at left tackle? His direct answer was, the team should have that expectation. Yeah. Well, I mean that that goes to what you're saying there, Homer. Because even if he's out there for 13 games, the Packers need him being out there as as a you know as a as an elite player for the number of snaps he's going to be out there on. So it's not just that he's playing. They need him to, to be high, at a high level. And if you've missed this much time, you do have a lot to overcome. It's not at all to say you can't overcome that. But it isn't just we're being cautious with a guy. He hasn't played in a long, long time. So he has to show that he can come back and play at that level. Yeah. Uh, in the end, I always have a great deal of confidence in him. Uh, all right, defense. Anybody uh... – you know, is there a Romeo on the defense? I don't know what you've thought of the uh, two first-round picks, or I don't know. I don't know how much you can see in defensive players. So I'm yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I think the interesting guys are kind of going to be the secondary backups, to be honest with you, uh, because to go back what we talked about in the last segment, teams. I think teams are going to challenge those guys. I think teams are going to put four receivers out there and see who the Packers are. You got three great corners. We'll, we'll put our fourth guy out there and see who you cover him with. Um, we'll, we'll put our tight ends down the middle and, and see if your safeties and your defensive scheme can stay there. So I would expect that to be one of the interesting things to watch, who kind of emerges in those cornerback and safety backup roles. Not terribly sexy, but the Packers, you know, they bring back a lot of guys. You pretty much know who's going to be where at the start of that depth chart, at the start of the season in particular. So, you know, they need somebody to kind of come along. They did well with the rotating outside linebackers the last few years. Do they have enough there? You know, they got two pretty good front guys, but do they have enough? That's it. No depth. Yep. Well, not the, the the biggest line of the of the of the training camp to this point. It's not even close. Is Aaron Rodgers talking about Charles Woodson when bringing up Rasul Douglas? Uh, there's nothing that's what? been said even close to that. Uh, Should be anything sitting close to that. Well, uh, that's why I go to TVV. Uh, I never thought that Aaron Rodgers would ever compare anyone to Charles Woodson. So what's the context of it, and is it as off-the-charts amazing to you as it was to me? 
the contact is, you know, his ability to get his hands on the ball and be a playmaker. Uh, and it is amazing to me because in for the majority of his career, Aaron Rodgers has been uh, sparse with his compliments toward a lot of other players. I would say if you studied that, though, he's changed and become much more generous with comments over the last uh, three years or so. Uh, he's already, on offense, lauded several of the young players who can take a little quote out of something and say, look what he's saying about me. So, you know, going right. as far as comparing him with Charles Woodson, I would admit that's a big leap. That's the part I'm talking say, about. And I, and I would say I, I, am in, I am of the I'll believe in what I see at camp. And that's not to dismiss Russell Douglas other than, you know, he's, he's had half a season where he, where he made it all happen. And that was a long time ago, but Tom Flynn had a season where he made it all happen for a Packer defensive backfield. Aaron Rodgers right? said he's as smart as Charles Woodson. That's how I do okay. yeah. That's like yeah, saying well. somebody's as smart as Albert Einstein. <laughs> we know Aaron Rodgers' uh, respect level for Charles Woodson. Yeah. And uh, the, the organizational respect level for Charles Woodson. So, that, yeah, that is saying a lot. But I would also say, you know, Aaron Rodgers, I think, has made a concerted effort to be what, what it even Aaron uh, uh, Randall Cobb described as softer, uh, you know, here later in his career. I, I think Aaron has seen the value of positive reinforcement for players. Uh, and he can't just say, he's a good player, he's a good player, he's a good player. I think he tries to find ways to, yeah. you know, prop okay. guys up. And, and I'm not saying he's wrong. Uh, but I mean that's a large, that's a large yes. uh, jump to get to Charles Woodson yeah. intellect. Yeah, when you say someone's hot, it's different than saying they're hot, and they remind me of the sun. So, <laughs> all right, TVV. Anybody else you want to mention? We didn't get to. Not yet. No, whoa, not whoa. Yet. The that no, means there's no. somebody, but not yet. That's how somebody. I took that. All right, give give me another. Yeah, give me another Thursday. You're baby. thinking. You, know? you got a couple. You're thinking, but you need more, right? You need more. Yep. All right. Need more. Oh, Absolutely. baby, that's a, one of the great teases ever. TVV, thanks. See you guys. Tim Van Voren, Fox Six Sports. Just needs to see a little bit more. Wonder who it is. Wonder no who idea. it is. Next.